0: What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the pod. We're doing episode four today. We got some news and notes to start it off. And then we got a big interview. Big guy. Everybody thinks he's going to win this year. Will he win? We don't know. We're interviewing Arlo. All right. We'll talk to you guys soon.
1: Now, welcome back to the Fantasy Pack podcast. Starring your hosts, Nolan Happy. And Jake, the Menace, Melodic.
0: Hey guys, welcome in. The Fantasy Pack Podcast. My name's Nolan Hoppy with my boy Jake Melodic. What is happening? Today we got news and notes. We also have an interview with Colton. Uh, We're going to get into the news and notes right away. Uh, The Sleeper app has told us that the Bears expect David Montgomery to surpass last year's numbers.
1: And when I saw this at first, I was a little shocked. What do you think, Jake? I was a little shocked, too, when I first saw this. Um, The Bears don't have a great, like, huge, potent offense. So, I mean, he did break out a little bit at the back half of last year. Played some weaker defenses. Um, The Packers and the Lions do a pretty weak run defense. So, I mean, in-division opponents should favor his uh, strength of schedule but other than that I don't think the Bears offense can really bolster true RB one right now
0: yeah I kind of agree I also when I saw this the reason why I was so confused as to why they thought he would do this I mean this is hype stuff because it's like mini camps and everything but last year he was pretty much the offense now with Justin Fields I think they might throw it a little bit more which could help him in the passing game but I just I don't know I could see his numbers pretty much staying the same I agree. Yeah. All right, next bit of news. Henry Ruggs has been expected to be involved in the offense more this year. John Gruden said that they want to use him less as a decoy this year and more as a real player. It makes sense because he was extremely injured last year, and now this year he should be full goal. He was their first-round receiver.
1: He was, and obviously coming out of college, there's a lot of uh, Tyreek Hill comps. And he did make a few pretty incredible catches. And he obviously has the speed to get by defenders. Um, it's, I think it's pretty common sense that they're going to try to get him more involved. He wasn't very involved last year. They were very run-heavy last year. But I'm not like going to say it's like a breakout year for him. I don't know if the talent is quite there yet. But the opportunity, I think, will be this year. Yeah, I think a lot of people are thinking
0: of him as a sleeper this year. I mean, it makes sense. He's got a lot of the tools. And hopefully Derek Carr can actually throw the deep ball to him this year. Uh next bit of news. Tua Tagovailoa threw 5 interceptions in day 1 of camp. Not not very exciting for all the people who are thinking that Tua is going to be this extremely improved quarterback this year.
1: Yeah, I did see this. The next day they did come out and say that he was much better, but I mean after throwing 5 picks, I hoped you look much better the next day considering you're going to be a starting quarterback for one of the 32 NFL teams. Um. Does this worry me? Yeah, this does, because there's been a lot of concerns with Tua that haven't been interceptions, and now I guess interceptions is one of them. So I don't really know what to think at this point. As obviously, it was early in, mini- in camp, but uh, still some cause for concern there, I think.
0: I actually kind of think that this is showing a little bit of improvement because last year the biggest thing that they talked about with Tua was that he was afraid to throw into any type of coverage. I know that there's going to be growing pains, but like we talked about on the last pod, Peyton Manning threw a lot of picks in his first rookie season. And I feel like Tua didn't really even have a rookie season last year because he was just shadowed by Ryan Fitzpatrick. I'm not saying that he's Peyton Manning in any stretch of the word, but I don't know. I just think that it's a little bit more for hope to me.
1: There's there's definitely two ways to look at it. Me and you see it the two different ways. And, uh, I mean, I guess when we see him in preseason, we'll get a better look at him then.
0: Yeah. All right, Joe Burrow says he saw a big difference in T. Higgins from last year. What do you think about this? I mean, I would hope so. He's another year older. Yeah. He's in the offense.
1: They had another year to, him and Burrow have another year to, like, build a little bond, a little connection or something. I mean, obviously, it's good news. I think Burrow is going to build connections with a lot of people more so than he did the first year, considering the COVID training camps and stuff like that. Uh, After the season, I think they're getting to feel each other out a little more, and, especially with Jamar Chase this offense looks like it could be pretty uh pretty potent. Yeah, I agree. This one
0: this last bit of news is kind of interesting to me. The Bengals offensive so coordinator. Before we say
1: it's two different reports. These are uh the Joe Mixon news was reported um 3 days ago and this news was reported today or the day before. Okay. So just to keep it in, keep that in perspective.
0: So the first bit of news that came out a couple of days ago was that Joe Mixon is unlikely to have an every-down rule. And everybody looked at it as, well, yeah, they're going to say that about everyone, especially Joe Mixon, who's been injury-prone. But then it also comes in that Chris Evans has the most natural hands for a running back ever that the Bengals offensive coordinator has seen.
1: Yeah, that does really make it interesting because not a lot of people, I don't think, believe the Joe Mixon news the first day they heard it especially considering they let Giovanni Bernard walk. And then the offensive coordinator goes out and brags about their late-round pick that he has the most natural hands ever. I mean, I thought Joe Mixon was going to be a three-down back, so I guess it's interesting to kind of see where this Chris Evans guy uh, fits in. Yeah, I definitely agree.
0: All right, you ready to get into the interview? Yes, sir.
1: Who's ready for an interview?
0: Welcome in Colton Kielman. Whoa! Hey, man. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Doing great. That's good. All right,
1: first question. Jake has been just itching to ask you. I am. um, How's it feel to be like the unanimously ranked top team in the league? Everybody knows you're the the top dog going in this year. How's it feel? Let it out.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, it feels pretty good. But, you know, don't want to be too cocky about it because, like last year, I was also looking the best, but I lost to Bryce. So, I mean... I'm excited, but I'm also really uh, excited to see what happens with uh, players and injuries this year. Okay.
0: So, so going right into that one, you talked about how you didn't want to be too cocky. Are you... Would Would you say that feeling like you have the best team makes you more nervous about this season, or are you more motivated?
2: Um, I wouldn't say I'm nervous, but... Um, I'd also say I'm very motivated. You know, um, especially after losing to a Tyreek Hill touchdown last year, or not Tyreek Hill, Cream um, Hunt touchdown last year from Bryce, uh, really hurt the guts. So you know, ready to um, whoop his butt next year and take it to him <laughs> well, and good. the league. Right. So
1: you don't have a lot of needs on your roster, but I feel like we gotta ask this with everybody. Just what's your biggest need? If they're looking to trade with you, what should they be looking to give you?
2: Yeah, um, you know, I every team obviously has a need. Even if you look at it right away, it may not look like it. But um, I'd say my... Say defense. I'd say... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is a need of mine. But um, I'd say probably my biggest need right now would be tight end. Just because um, I have Hunter Henry who just... Went to the Patriots, and I also have Mike Geseki, who the Dolphins just drafted a tight end there too. So um, I'd say that's probably my worst, most worrisome position.
0: Yeah, I would. I would definitely agree. Going straight into that, um, what's your thoughts on Hunter Henry to the Pats?
2: You know, I uh, at first I really didn't know what to make of it. I was uh, a little worried because you know they signed. The other tight end, uh, Janu Smith. Smith. yeah. yeah. So, um, But then it also kind of sounded like they're maybe going to run a couple more two tight end uh, looks. So, I mean, the worry's still there, but um, as of right now, it's looking more like Mike Isecki for me just because I also have Tua. But who knows if I'll even play him this year.
0: Yeah, definitely
1: with Lamar. I I'd, I'd definitely agree with that. All right. So, the draft, you own uh, an a early second-round pick and a, a lure of later-round picks. Um, any plans with those picks, any players you're targeting? Move up, move down? Just give us a little draft-day blueprint of what you got brewing up there.
2: Well, I can't give away all the secrets, but, you know, uh, i pick 11 and 12, I believe. So, I mean, I don't necessarily need them or need them like this year so there's always a possibility that I trade out of them but um I mean the biggest thing that I'm looking at there I guess is with my earlier picks is um just maybe to get a little security out of one of my positions um you know I do have good players that like running back but you know just like last year injuries cooked me So that's what made me lose. So right now I'm basically just trying to find maybe some players that can help me out just in case some injuries happen this year again.
0: Yeah, they definitely did. Um, We were just, when we were making the questions, we were just thinking about how it was that you lost last year and how you could lose this year because your team is obviously on paper. It's projected to beat every single team by at least 10 points. What, What kind of, like, hmm. Are you worried about an injury to Lamar or Dalvin or Aaron Jones again because or c m c they all are- oh yeah, thank you, yep. they all are extremely injury prone players, and if they go down like they did last year, you know it could it could be an L again, but if they stayed if they stayed healthy, your team's obviously the best,
2: yeah, I mean, obviously I'm worried about it, um don't want it to happen, but I mean injuries happen to every team, so kind of just got to deal with them and, uh, change your team around it. Um, uh, CMC last year really killed me, but, um, I mean, I still made it work, made it work and got to the championship, just came a little bit short. So, um, that's also why I'm kind of maybe looking throughout the draft, to find some positions, just like I said earlier with the injuries, you know, I agree.
1: That's a, it's a good plan. I would say moving forward. Mm Mm-hmm. So getting now to your more the other team part of it, who what teams are you most worried about facing or what teams are you most worried about, you know, getting hot down the stretch to play in the playoffs next year?
2: Yeah. Um I mean what did you guys have your rankings at for like top three? Do you guys remember? So
0: the top three that we had, Jake's was you, then himself, then Coop. I had you, then Bryce and Alec. So we're extremely, like, way off. Okay. Honestly, for us, we kind of just came up with a consensus top five of you, Bryce, and Jake, and then Alec, then Coop. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'd say the most top three that I'm worried for this year is probably Cooper, Jake, and Alec. I'm not too worried about Bryce just because his team's a little bit older now. Yeah, I agree. I may have had him a little bit high like a month ago. But, um nothing against his team. I just think Coop's got some really young guys that could be really good. Jake's got a couple players that could make his team pretty good. He's like maybe one or two players out of it, I would say. And Studio, I mean, he was right in the middle of the pack last year and he made a run late, so you never know. Yeah. um, Coming back to your team,
0: you have a lot of guys that have have been able to perform. Who do you think the biggest prospect on your team is that could be like a sleeper or breakout for you this year?
2: Um, this year, uh, I mean, last year I had Justin Jefferson, which I got very lucky with. Yeah, I'd say so. But uh, got all right for you. Yeah, I'd say so. But um, I mean, before draft, it could be one of my draft players. But the guy I'm most excited to see this year is probably Brandon Ayuk. Um, he had a pretty good year last year, and he never played in my starting lineup, but he was still very relevant in fantasy, and I'm pretty sure he averaged somewhere around like 10 or 11, so. it could be one of those guys that, I
1: mean, obviously the, that you're going for in the draft is a, to replace an injury, but I could see how you could step in if someone gets hurt for you.
2: Oh, yeah, um, I, I think I might have played him at a flex last year, maybe during pies, and he still performed just to like what I needed, you know. You don't need them to put up 15, you just need them to put up maybe like 7 or 8, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right, so are you currently trying to trade with anyone? I mean, last time we had a guest on the show, Bryce kind of dropped a bombshell that nobody heard or nobody figured was coming. Do you have any news like that to spill with us? You know, stir the pot a little bit, spill some tea? Or...
2: Um. You know, a couple of weeks ago I was more in trade talks, you know. Um, now it kind of died down a little bit. I haven't been talking to a lot of people, but, um, I mean, I recently made that trade with Jake, um, for the 11th pick, I believe, yep. which was for Adam, Thielen. Adam yeah. Thielen, yeah, um, I had reached out a little bit earlier to Bryce about a trade, but that was probably a month or two ago, okay, um. But, yeah, I wouldn't say there's really anything cooking right now. Um, probably closer to draft day, I would say. Okay. Probably get more into the kind of trading, maybe some of my picks. Sounds good. Sounds good. All
0: right, another one. This is probably the biggest question. Do you think that Will Lutz is in for a big year?
2: Um, I don't even know what to say about that. Um, You know, with Tom, or Drew Brees gone, who knows maybe they won't score as much and plus they got Jameis winston so i mean you ain't gonna score with that guy so um i'd say he's gonna hit quite a bit more field goals this year yeah you think yeah, so? yeah he's in for a big year right. yeah Where i you think know? he might pull a, a um an elliot you know maybe give me the championship dub or something oh you think so yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right funny backstory behind that um my co-host here nolan lost a fantasy championship um, by a, point .5. By point .5 to a Monday Night Football Jake Elliott field goal.
0: On Christmas.
2: How On historic. Christmas. It was historic. So. I'm, in the, I'm
1: in the deep depression once again. That's the joke behind that one. Uh, next question. So this is kind of just a fun question to look at. So if you could add anybody to your roster from any of our teams, just trade them for nothing, What who would you add?
2: Trade them for nothing, huh? Yep. The reason
1: why we're asking you is because you already have CMC and Dalvin,
0: and I feel like anybody would take CMC or Dalvin.
2: Oh, so you're saying I trade away one of my? Players? No, 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 no. You, you can just, just get, get someone for free. Oh, okay. You
1: already have like the pretty much consensus best two running backs. Like, hmm. who you add to your team?
2: You know, <laughs> going back to what I needed the most, you know, a tight end. Um, I'd say probably the guy I would add would be uh, Waller the Baller.
1: Over over Travis Kelsey?
2: I mean, Waller the baller, he did pretty dang good last year. So this is interesting. And we're looking at we're looking at a dynasty standpoint here, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Dynasty standpoint. This is interesting though, because he just did say that he was in trade talks with Bryce. Bryce is the owner of Darren Waller. Oh
2: was
1: was there some Darren Waller trade talks with Bryce approximately about one month ago?
2: No. I will shut that down. Right
0: now. All right. But, um, All right. You're not going to get us the exact picks and players that was in the trade? The trade
2: it. was basically for one of his QBs. Okay. Because he's got three of them, and he don't need it, all three of them. So.
0: It's understandable.
2: Fair I enough. Tua, Fair so. enough.
0: That's a very interesting player, though, to
1: take. I mean, Over I, don't, Coast, I don't blame you. I would, have, I would take Travis. There's nothing wrong with either them, but, I mean, given your situation, I'd probably say I was thinking Travis Kelsey when I wrote that question.
2: You know, I'm just the water-the-baller kind of guy, so.
0: <laughs> really likes that nickname. Indeed you are. All right, well, the next question is going to be, are you currently in trade talks with anybody, but, you know. Kind of hit on that already. In five years, where do you see your team? Over the hill, still competing, or just straight rebuild?
2: You know, I hope still competing, but you know, um anything can happen. My my strategy or goal for this dynasty as of right now, which could definitely change, is try to stay competing every year. Just kinda maybe cycle some guys through, kinda like what I did with Thielen to Jake for the the pick this year. Um but yeah, I think if my guys can stay healthy and they don't get super injured year after year, I think I could stay in it. Because I got two young wide receivers, which will be good for quite a bit of years. And, um, I mean, Delvin still has six year, five years left on his contract. Shout out to Cade for that one. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, I think I'll be competing I don't think I'm just gonna drop off like that. If I get below probably like five, I'd say I'm probably just gonna rebuild. But five wins that is. Oh uh, no! Fifth place in the league. Okay. So okay. I think I'll probably just rebuild, but
1: okay. So. This is just a personal question. Um, I know that you've actively trying to been move, maybe trade Chris Carson. Um, what are your thoughts on that? And then, like, what's like your asking price?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm obviously trying. I was obviously looking to, um, trade him out a little bit, um, that was actually who I offered to Bryce for, uh, one of his quarterbacks. Really? But, um, you know, I'm just, uh, trying, I'm fine keeping him, but, um, you know, I already got three, uh, running backs that'll do it for me, and if they can stay healthy, they'll do it just right, but, um. Yeah, I mean, what I'm asking for him, I I'm not super high on him. You know, maybe like a second round pick or maybe just a younger player or two. But um, yeah. All
0: yeah, right. I definitely, I definitely can see why you're not very high on him. He he's had a lot of injuries, and Pete Carroll's talked about trying to get other people in. And
1: but Rashad that's... and Rashad Penny um was out all last year, and he's supposed to be coming back this year too. He was a first round pick, believe it or not, a couple years ago.
0: That's actually kind of interesting. I'm looking at Bryce's roster right now. And his second running back, even though he's not... Well, actually, I would say his running back, too, is Kareem Hunt. But I was thinking about Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake's a running back, too, on his own team. And Chris Carson is an RV1. I think that I would have thought, on the outside looking in, you guys would have been able to get a deal done, to be honest. I agree.
1: I'm surprised you offered that much for a quarterback, considering you have Lamar. And, I mean... Hey, man, sometimes when you're a dynasty, you just want to keep building. I mean, I'm not like blaming you or anything. I'm just more surprised. I'm surprised you offered it, and I'm even more surprised Bryce didn't take it. I agree. And overall, mostly surprised you guys didn't d- get a deal done around something with the framework of that. That's true.
2: Well, you know, we didn't talk a whole lot. I just kind of threw it out on the table. Why do I have
1: a, still a gut feeling that Darren Waller was somehow? Well, it was. It screen. was probably like a.
0: It was probably like a. Hey, man. Is there any way I can get Waller? Yeah, I really like CMC. Alright, is there any way I can get a quarterback? Something like that?
2: Could have, it could have been how it went, I'm not gonna lie, but you know um, <laughs> you know Bryson is trading, you know. He just likes to get holes, so That is I, true. I tried, you know, but it is what it is, I guess. It is what it is. Alright, All right.
0: one more question that I am just trying that I wanna ask because your team your team's looking good. In five years if you don't have how many championships? Would you say that this has been a failure? It's a good question,
2: you know you're already one in and i don't I don't think you can um judge championships on success? I think you can <laughs> actually <laughs> all right, but um time a go for my goal rings, man in five years would probably be two
0: two that's yeah. understandable. If I had your team, I'd be looking at two because you know
2: five years. I think. I think I could do it this year, and I'd say probably next year because my guys still be about the same Here level. comes the,
1: not one, not two, but not three.
2: three. No. But, um, you know, the goal in five years, have every finger, you know, with a ring on it. That's true.
0: That's true. That's it for everyone. That's right.
1: actually my goal also. Yeah. But I may be further away than you. All right. So being the unanimous best team in the league, what do you got to say to the league? You got to put the league on notice here. Bryce, when Bryce gave his message, he wanted everybody to know that he's still competing, even though his roster doesn't like look top tier, as, as a championship would suggest. Your roster does look top tier. What do you got to say?
2: Yeah. I mean, obviously, I got a good team. Everyone knows it. but um,
0: <laughs> Obviously.
2: Obviously. But, um, I mean, anything can happen, you know. I could. Maybe unanimously win the championship, you know, easy, breeze right by everyone. But, you know,
0: could get bounced round one by me, never
2: know. I could, I could. Or, you know, there's always rocks in the road, so, you know, I could maybe get a couple uh, injuries here and there and maybe drop down, but, you know, I'm still going to compete and I'm going to try and whoop everyone's butts in the league. That's the goal for the year. All right. All right, fair enough. Yep.
0: All right, well, thank you for the interview. Yes, appreciate your time. This has been a good interview. I had a lot of fun doing this.
2: Yeah, me too. Thanks for having me, guys. Of course.
0: All right, the last thing that we want to talk about is our Instagram. If you guys haven't seen it yet, it's pretty good. Our boy Cooper Bradfish is just grinding, and it is just nasty. We've got sleepers. We've got potential breakouts, we've got busts so far, and we got a whole lot more. I'm gonna be doing rankings in August.
1: Jake even gives some takes. Most of all, best thing in there, it gives podcast updates. You guys can m- catch me and Nolan here on the pod.
0: Facts. Every other week. And then every week starting in August. Thanks guys!